Welcome back to our listeners. You are tuning in to the Wellness Matters Show, and I am your host, Lori Carice. Today, I have with us Patty Handy, financial coach of Minding Her Money. Today's wellness topic is really about financial wellness, and the topic we are going to do a deeper dive into is Money Mastery and Financial Confidence for Divorced, Widowed, and Single Women. Welcome, Patty. Thank you, Lori. Happy to be here. Thank you so much for being here. I love the topic. I am uh, divorced, so I fall into this category. And of course, with you know pulling out of a pandemic, we've mm. all been affected some in some way. Many of us financially, you know, job changes, etc. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely one of those people. So I've been so money minded lately on building new strategies. I almost feel like it's a rebirth. I mean, what a huge lesson mm-hmm. we've all gone through, but whether, you know, whatever the stage is in your life, I think it needs to be revisited often. Mm-hmm. So I'm really hoping that our listeners will definitely have a takeaway from today. So tell us a little bit about you and your program and money mastery and financial confidence for us ladies. Of course. Well, thank you again for having me. So I am divorced as well. Um, I uh, was a former financial advisor and former mortgage advisor. And as a result of many, many, many conversations with ladies over the years, um, most of which who were divorced, widowed and single, who came to me were struggling with the very common theme, which was overwhelm, not knowing where to start. Um, embarrassment, shame. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't understand investing. You know, this is too much for me. Typically the husband took care of it. The same story, you know, came across over and over. And um, oftentimes with the financial advisor, there's a minimum, you know, portfolio size that's required in order to be hired by an advisor. So um, sometimes these gals came to me with, you know, less than our minimum and we had to turn them away, which I felt horrible about. So I would oftentimes spend some time on the phone with them, guiding them to, you know, what to do, but I couldn't advise them formerly because they weren't a client. Um, anyways, that's what resulted in me at the age of 62, taking the pivot and leaving a job that was comfortable with benefits and all that good stuff to go out on my own and do coaching, more educating, um, more life coaching is intertwined with the, with the financial education um, and really give ladies the financial confidence, the security and stability that we all crave when it comes to money managing, Um I always say that I want to, you know, create these badass, you know, money managers and just get to that place of of feeling in control and, and feeling comfortable and not having that fear of running out of money or being a burden to their kids. That's a common thing that I hear as well. And what are you finding as like a common thread or a big obstacle for women to take charge of their own finances? Uh, other than, you know, you mentioned that sometimes it was just not their responsibility, their you know, their spouse or significant other took on that role. So is it fear of not understanding? Is it balancing doing it wrong or just not, you know, I mean, I, my mother tells me I have a uh, bad relationship with money, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) meaning, you know, I get it in my hands and I spend it right away. I haven't been a big saver. And I really think it's a, a mindset, like, there's things that happen in your life that really just oh, yeah. crack the whip. And for me, oh. it was COVID. Mm-hmm. It shifted everything I do in business and it rattled me to the core about my stability. Mm-hmm. I've, I was the most vulnerable. I've, I, I feel COVID actually made me more vulnerable than my divorce. 
Mm, or at least your divorce, you know, you know, the person and can probably anticipate a little bit of, you know, what the outcome is going to be because of their habits and behaviors, et cetera. But COVID was like, you know, 30 days turns into 60 into a year. And then, you know, you're bit, I was in, I'm in the events industry. So first mm. shut down and last to reopen type of thing, probably a lot like restaurants, but I, it shook me to my core as far as my stability, you know, like I need mm-hmm. to have a better savings plan. Mm-hmm. I need to have a better emergency fund. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, an extra couple thousand dollars doesn't mean you plan a vacation. Right, right. So my relationship with money has changed a lot. Yeah, it's a it's a really fundamental piece that we oftentimes don't look at. Um, often we're looking at just the mechanics of money, like, okay, how do we invest? What's a mutual fund? What does it mean? You know, what's a Roth versus a regular IRA? And those are just the mechanics of money. And those can be learned easily. But you had made a great point, which is our money mindset and our relationship with money. And that does start from birth to age eight. We're programmed. Um, there's a whole, uh, actually one of the modules in my course goes into that as far as our relationship and what we've learned, our limiting beliefs around money. Um, and then that's how we behave with money. And that's why you see a lot, a lot of winners who come into millions all of a sudden, and then, you know, a year or two later, it's all gone. It's that relationship with money. It's that, um, not understanding, you know, the mechanics, not understanding, um, the behavioral side of that. And that is a really, really big piece that we often overlook, but that's a, that's a great, I mean, Lori, at the end of the day, you have this awareness now, and that's the first step. And now you can go, okay, this won't happen again to me. I've learned and I'm going to move on. Um, give yourself some grace. And that's one of the things I always tell ladies is give yourself grace, because if you look at yourself and, you know, judge and beat yourself up for it, that doesn't serve anybody. It doesn't help you move forward. Um, I mean, as much as I, in, in my marriage, I took care of the investing and the money. My ex-husband didn't really understand any of it. So I took care of it. But post-divorce, when things were crazy and I was emotionally distraught and and I was just, my son was 18 months at the time of my divorce. So there's a lot of moving parts to it. And uh, I'd made some decisions that weren't great. I mean, I, I did some things that were not smart and I knew better. And rather than, you know, beat me up for it, I just, you know, it's like, okay, what a lesson that's, that's, I've now learned I'm going to move forward and just, you know, let's just go on. Um, so I think it's, again, giving yourself some grace. Um, I think that awareness is the, is the very first piece of, okay, where are we today? What's going on today? And take a deeper dive into those, those money, you know, relationships, by you know, the limiting beliefs that you have around money, um, and then putting a plan in place to get to where you want to go. You, you have to, I mean, I'm not sure who said this, but if you, you know, fail to plan, you, you uh, plan to fail. I mean, it's just one of those things that you've got to actually have something, you know, planned out. Um, I, I did a, a recent um, uh, social post on this and I said, if I blindfolded you and I plopped you in the middle of the country and I didn't tell you where you were, I, un, you know, I took off your blindfold and uh, you didn't have a phone, you didn't have a GPS, you didn't have a map. And I, you just said, and I, I said, go home. One of your first questions would be, where am I? Right. It's like, where do I start? Where am I? And it's a similar thing to the situation now. It's like, okay, start where, where you are. And then, you know, where you are, you know, your end destination, and then you make a plan to get from, you know, that point to, to home. So having that roadmap, having that, having that direction, simple direction, um, doable division, you know, little steps that are, that are doable, that are not overwhelming. That's how you get from point A to point B. So you specifically even say money mastery for, and financial confidence for divorced, widowed and single women. Are you finding that 
because of those circumstances were um, not as adequate or hesitant or just don't look at the big picture or we've allowed somebody else to be in control and it's more about the mindset of reclaiming that control. Yeah, so I find that that demographic, the divorced widowed uh, women, usually would have their husbands do the investing. I mean, I've seen some situations reversed, like mine. Mine was reversed. But for the most part, the husbands took care of the investing. And it wasn't that they um, had any issue with that. They just thought, okay, well, only one of us needs to worry about the money. That's a that's a false reality. I do encourage happily married couples to sit down, you know, at least quarterly and have a conversation about their money and you know, how are the investments going and here's where all the statements are and here's where the passwords are and here's all mm. the credit card debt and here's all this stuff. So God forbid either one of them have something come up. We have learned that crap happens, right? Um, that that either one of them can jump on and, you know, take care of those investing, you know, you know um, issues that may come up. So uh, this absolutely has to be a part of the conversation at home if you're happily married as well. But um, those those women who are divorced and widowed are, are suddenly alone and they're dealing with the emotional trauma of now this loss of a spouse and loss of their life that they knew and potentially children and, you know, that that, you know, how that ripples into their life and all the emotional stuff that is just, you know, overwhelming. And then they got to deal with the money piece. And it's like, holy moly, it's just, just this is just a lot. Um, and because they didn't typically do it, again, it's typical, um, they just feel behind the eight ball. And there's a lot of fear around that. I think my personal battle right now is um, putting myself or my children first. Like, okay, call, because I'm I'm just now getting back into new strategies because I was only working for myself for 15 years. Therefore, I didn't have that traditional 401k. Now I went back to work full time and I'm reinvesting, but I feel like I have a lot of time to catch up and I'm close, you know, my kids are closer to college than I am retirement, but my retirement's going to have to carry me a lot longer. And, yeah. you know, my kids can have some responsibility for their own, you know, yeah. college planning. So I think for me as a divorced woman who is I'm very independent. I, I'm very clear set on my financial planning now, kind of late in the game. I'm playing a lot of catch up. It's like, okay, do I do this equal balance of the college and retirement? Or is it kind of like the whole airplane? You put your mask on, take care of you first, and then yeah. you can take care of the one next to you. Yeah. That's a question that comes up quite a bit. Um, I hear that, like, do I, do I fund my kids college or my retirement? And my response, it's, it's a little bit of, of tough love. Um, but it is, you know, your kids have a lifetime to pay off that debt. They have a lifetime to start a career. They're going to probably be making more money than, you know, you will be because they just, the, the, the opportunities and the technology. And, and I also, I tell my son this, some of the most amazing jobs that they're going to be in 10 years from now don't even exist today. You know, the speed of technology, I mean, we see with AI, I mean, things are just coming at warp speed. So they're going to be able to get out of that debt very quickly because they're going to be able to take advantage of, of all these opportunities for them. And you've got a very small window between now and retirement. I don't know how old you are, but if, you know, you're looking at retirement, um, then, you know, okay, 10, 15, 20 years away, it's like, okay, I don't, I don't have that time, but they've got 40, 50 years, you know, of, of, of life. And that's going to get paid off a lot sooner. So I think it is important to lay some of this on your kids, you know, lap and say, here's where it's at. Here's where, here's where I'm at. 
Um, you don't need to give them numbers. That's not really, you know, a concern, but it's like, I need you to be a part of this. So I need right. you to apply for grants, scholarships. I need you to be very proactive, find out the best interest rates on these loans and put that responsibility on them um, to find, you know, some way, because if they know that they're on the hook for that, they're going to, they're going to hopefully be very proactive in finding um, some alternative ways. So it's not all on you. I think what I've come to determine is, so I'm 53, so I'm not right around the corner from, you know, any kind of retirement. But like I said, my biggest stressor in my mind is the, the time lost, Mm-hmm. you know, in running my own business that I didn't invest the way I would have with like the corporate match and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So I think what I've decided is I am going to build a foundation for my children and they are going to have certain responsibilities. And yes, I need to bump up for my retirement. I do have to look out for, for myself too, because I, you know, I may or may not ever have a significant other. I have a lot of, um, you know, history to catch up on and Mm -hmm. retirement is going to definitely happen. And as much as you, you know, want to plan for children's college, what if they choose not to go? They go down a different path. And that's money that kind of like, oh, I could have, (laughs) I could have used that for something else. So yeah. Yeah. Giving them a foundation is not failing your children. Oh gosh, no, not, not at all. Not at all. Um, I, I think that if you have a good open conversation with them and you, and you um, just say, this is, you know, where we're at, we need to have you participate in this. Um, they, you know, should, should respect that. And if they're not going to go to college um, you know, that is a consideration. So have that conversation. It's like, you know, what are your thoughts regarding college? What, what do you envision yourself doing? And just open up that conversation. Um, my, my son went to two years of JC. It's like, you know, there it's you like go. super, like why would you pay a full college for taking history and english and all your undergrad crap it's like that's crazy so that's pennies in the dollar so that's the first start right there yeah that's why i keep telling my daughter i'm like there is nothing wrong with junior college your first year while you're figuring things out absolutely absolutely and i know I a lot of kids want to have the, yeah the, the college experience well okay i get that but the college experience at the expense of mom's retirement i don't think so Right. You know, that's, so have those conversations. You've got to open those conversations up. I love yeah. it. That is so wonderful. Um, so for our, our podcast listeners, of course, I'm going to have everything in show notes, including, you know, your coaching services, your links to find you for our radio only listeners. What's the best way to find you? Best way to visit my website, which is just my name. It's Patty with the I, handy with a Y. So P-A-T-T-I-H-A-N-D-Y. And there you'll find, uh, if you click at the Minding Her Money link at the top, it'll show you, um, you'll be able to download a, a roadmap to the to the program and a badass investing roadmap. And there's a short training to watch um, with, with that. And that's you know, kind of the free download. Um, I'm not sure when this is going airing, but um, I'm hosting a, a free masterclass next week. And I do plan on hosting these regularly. Um, so you can explore that. Just keep keep in mind that that will be you know continual. So get on my mailing list. And so that way you'll have announcements with the future masterclasses coming up. Um, and then that's it. Yeah, you can go to programs on my website and learn more about my my program and what it looks like to work with me and um, send me a note. You can have a con- there's a contact page. If you have a question, happy to answer any questions. Wonderful. All right. So thank you so much for being here with me today, Patty. And, you know, when I talk about wellness matters, a lot of people think, you know, self-care and their health, but your, your financial wellness is really part of that. 
So I'm really grateful for this topic. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you. And the self-care is important. That is one part of my program. It is really important to get that foundation in place, as well as that money belief system and all that. So it's it's a a big umbrella, if you will. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Lori, for having me. Appreciate it.